Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back here on the second guest show. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, live from the Silver Slipper Casino Beachside in Hancock County, Mississippi. We've got one more hour here, and uh, we'll stop it at 8 o'clock tonight. Uh, tell everybody at 720, we'll have the voice of the Tennessee Titans, my old pal Mike Keith will be on with us uh, to break down the Tennessee Titans football team. Uh, had some text about who would be the starting lineman for the Tennessee Titans. Now, this is unofficial, but I think it's going to be close. Their starting left tackle is going to be Andre Dillard. Now, you might have heard the name, former first-round pick, Washington State. He was with the Eagles. Uh, didn't make this starting roster signed a free agent contract with the Titans. I think their best offensive lineman is number 77, their left guard, Peter Skaronsky. I had him rated as the top offensive lineman in the 2023 NFL draft. He played tackle in college, but they've kicked him inside. He's going to play left guard this year for the Titans. Their center, Aaron Brewer. Bob, you heard of Aaron Brewer? Aaron Brewer, uh, uh, I think, you know what, we just were talking about his school, Texas State. Texas State. Yeah, uh, uh, Mike, now, I was reading where uh, he was a college free agent in the COVID year yep. 2020, uh, but uh, I, I think that's around that time frame. Uh, but he got exposed, as a, and they think maybe moving to center might help him. Yeah, that's... Because that's he, been the deal. Because he's kind of like six foot, six one, like 290, 295. He's not a real tall guy. I think right. 6'1", sort of stretching. I right. think he's somewhere in the six-foot range. He's going to be the starting But center. he must be a scrapper, Mike. He's a tough guy now. He's a tough guy. Their starting right guard, Daniel Brunskill. That's the starting guard for the Titans. The, the, Daniel the, Brunskill. The, the same school as um, – God, I can't think of his name now. The rock and roller, one of the meanest Saints offensive linemen ever. Kyle Turley. Kyle Turley, San Diego State. State. Yeah. I was, man, I was having a brain fart on Kyle Turley. That, uh, listen, uh, Mike, I don't know if he's Kyle Turley-like. Oh, but, he, um, no, yeah. he ain't Kyle Turley-like. Yeah, but but they said he's very versatile, can play all five he, he's spots. Played, and, he's played a bunch of positions. Just He's kind of a jack-of-all-trades, not been the master of any. But, but he's uh, the best they got. So at that right guard. At that right guard. And so, uh, that right tackle, Chris Hubbard, a longtime veteran in the NFL. He's bounced around a little bit. But their starting right tackle is Chris Hubbard. 
So my thing about it is. We should have webbed their line. Come on. Uh, I get it if you're up against Skaronsky. He might uh, be uh, a tough task. But the, if your starting linemen are Dillard, Skaronsky, Brewer, Brunskill, Hubbard, come on, you got to win up front when, when you play the Titans. Mike, uh, we have to win, and that's why we got to set the tone. Uh, uh, and, and, and there should be no excuses. Uh, I mean, uh, because when you look at it, uh, Mike, wasn't that kind of like – uh, their strength in the past. Now, what I mean by past, I'm talking about late teens, uh, considering. But uh, the offensive line, to me, was a disaster last year. And it ain't too and, much and, better and this then, year. Mike, they it had hasn't the, been the same since they lost Taylor Lewan. Taylor Lewan. Yeah, I was going to say, thanks to the injury to Taylor Lewan in season, uh, in, during the season in week two, uh, that that's when it kind of went downhill. And it hadn't been the same. So that tells you one thing. Derek Henry is one hell of a runner. Because he's making a lot of holes all for himself. Well, the thing is, he's such a big son of a gun. You know what I like in a running back is all of a sudden that you hit him, and, man, and you're all excited, and you see him might jump up and hoop and holler, but then he falls far for three or four yards. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, I stopped him. But, like, you, didn't, you hit him here, but he ended up here. He ended up about two and a half, three yards further. So, and he's falling forward. He's always going forward. So, instead of it being like uh, second and nine, oh, what, it's second and six uh, or, or something. Or second and five. So, you think you might be stopping him, but you're really not stopping him. Now, if you're going to have that kind of approach, then you got to convert on third down. Mike, to have sustained drives. If you are controlling the time of possession and all that. But that's why a lot of times defensively, in your mind, you think you can really – boy, man, man, I tackled Derrick Henry. I put it to him. What? Uh, but, no, you hit him, but he fell forward for three or four yards. So th- that's why the point is, is that I think a guy like Derrick Henry, don't let him get a, a full head of steam going forward. If he going squares those shoulders, shoulders, you in trouble. And, Mikey, because then he can go uh, downhill, off tackle, or bounce it out. Stiff arm, you know, we've seen all those stiff arms that he did. What you almost have to do, get penetration, whether it's a tackle for a loss, and get him before he gets started. Because I'm telling you, there's not too many great running backs. Now, Barry Sanders, you can get great penetration and he'll make you miss. But there's not too many running backs that can dance like that. That's not the, the great running backs that I've seen through the years is that they're very mortal if you can get them before they get started. But once they get started, they're going down here, he'll they all of a sudden... They go, damn, they're averaging four and a half, four and a half, five and a half yards a pop. We'll talk a little bit more about this with Mike, but uh, one of the starting outside linebackers for the Titans, former LSU defensive end outside linebacker, Arden Key. Arden Key. Arden Key and Harold Landry, the third, uh, is going to be their starting outside linebackers. Their strength is up the middle. Danico Autry, Tier Tart. Jeffrey Simmons, you're going to be hearing a lot about those guys. They plug up the inside and really get a big-time push. But Arden Key and Harold Landry III, and, and, and Mike, the secondary is kind of shaky, to yeah, say the least. You know, as we go into the break, uh, as we go into the break, this is Arden Key's sixth year in the NFL, and he's bounced around, but it seems like he found a home 
With the Titans, they gave him a three-year deal. Yeah, because uh, he thought he was going to get a multi-year deal with Jacksonville. I think the coach might have told him that, and that's not what the because GM said. Because he went said. from the Raiders to the Jaguars to the Titans? 49ers. Oh, okay. Raiders, oh, okay, okay. 49ers, Jaguars, and now oh. to the Titans. So he's really been a journeyman, but uh, he's found a home in, in Tennessee. He cashed in pretty good, too. When we come back, we'll have the voice of the Tennessee Titans, Mike Keith, on with us right after this break here on the Big 870. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back here on the second guest show, Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, live from the Silver Slipper Casino, Beachside, right here in Hancock County, Mississippi. On our Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line, the legendary voice of the Tennessee Titans, Mike Keith. Michael, how are you tonight, buddy? Mike, Bobby, it's great to be with you. Great to hear the voice again, Mike. Uh, Mike, uh, kind of a, a new look, certainly offensive line uh, for the Titans this year. And we, Bobby and I have talked a lot about Derrick Henry. But um, bringing in DeAndre Hopkins, uh, what has he meant to this football team uh, so far? you got a young kid in Traylon Burks who's had some injuries, but looks like as though he, he probably will play in game one. But, man, D-Hop, uh, he don't have to be the 100% D-Hop of, of three or four years ago, but if he's 80% of that, Man, he's a big upgrade at wideout. Big upgrade. And, the, you know, the big thing he does is he gets open and catches the ball. <laughs> and that sounds real quarterback like Ryan Tannehill. If you know you can look at his, in his direction in almost every circumstance, and there's going to be something there that you can get, whether it be on first down, second down, third down in the red zone, he wins battles for the football, which is obviously a big deal. Speed was never his game. 
and we, we knew this better than anybody. You know, DeAndre Hopkins averaged over 100 yards receiving against the Tennessee Titans in, I think, 17 or 18 career games. So, and, and the two biggest games of his career and three of the five biggest were against the Titans. So we know how this story goes, right? Um, I, I think we're just excited to see what he's going to be to able to add to Burks. I think Burks is going to be a superstar. I don't know how long it's going to take, but I, I think Burks is on the verge of doing something very special. And to have a guy like Hopkins with him to take pressure off Mike, that's a big deal. Now, Mike, uh, along those lines to stay in the passing game, looking at the Titans' offense, uh, you know, look at the wide receiver production. And we, it looks like they've attempted to address that, uh, considering A.J. Brown's now, uh, you know, when he went to the Eagles. But uh, could they be better this season when you look at um, the offense overall? If only the fact that it, it, it couldn't be worse, what I mean by bringing on board new offensive coordinator <laughs> Tim, Tim Kelly. I mean, uh, with Tim Kelly, uh, I mean, he looks like he gets a great shot to revamp the overall approach and improve the passing game. Is that a fair assessment or what? Bobby, I love you. I, I told, That's so great. Um, we averaged 172 yards per game passing last year. And so it, it's going to be better than that. It has to be better than that. Uh, our quarterbacking is going to be better. You know, everybody's asked, well, they've rebuilt the offensive line. Well, yeah, did you see us at the end of the year last year? I mean, it was awful. Um, and, and so the receiving core and, you know, to add Tajay Spears, who you guys know well, and to have Chigakonkwo be ready to take the next step at tight end, yeah, we'll have to be better. Uh, it's just absolutely no question about it. The X factor in this, though, is Tim Kelly. Tim Kelly was here last year, was very much in that observer role. And when Tim got, his, got a chance to, to do this offense the way he wanted, he has totally redone everything. This is a new offense. Even the terminology is different. And because Ryan Tannehill was coming off of an ankle surgery, he was in the building all offseason doing rehab. And so he spent a lot of time with Tim. And I think he feels really good about running this thing. And I think it, the hope is that it's going to add to Derrick Henry's shelf life and his ability to make big plays because you're going to have to be worried about other things. But, yeah, you said it. I mean, because of how they were last year, 17.6 points a game, uh, there's no question they'll be better than that. I, I, I would, Knowing you're at the casino right now, I think that's a safe bet. Yeah. Mike, uh, the strength of this team is certainly would be in their front seven defensively. When you think about uh, uh, Danico Autry, uh, Tierra Tart, and Jeffrey Simmons, uh, you know, a lot of people, they remember him at Mississippi State. But good gracious, when he's taken over games up front. And then the addition of Arden Key, former LSU uh, outside linebacker defensive end, who sort of has bounced around this league with Raiders, 49ers, Jacksonville, and now with the Titans. How has he looked this, this summer? And that's seemingly a nice duo with him and Harold Landry III coming off the edge because you know your middle's going to be secure with Autry, Tart, and a superstar player in Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah, and it's very true. And, you know, the, the 
thing about Harold is he was injured the last week of August a year ago. So he didn't play a snap. It's almost as if he's a free agent acquisition. Like you, you've added both Harold and Arden Key together. And then Danico can play out there on the edge. That's the beauty of Danico is he can play every position on the defensive line. He can play outside linebacker. Uh, Richard Weaver is a guy they're very excited about, too, uh, who has done some good things in the offseason. I think the addition that kind of gets everybody outside of Arden, he's number one, but Aziz Alshire at middle linebacker, I, I think there's some hope that he can be a Demario Davis type of force, meaning he can be that three-down linebacker who can be effective in every phase. So I, I don't think it's it's overstating it to say this defense has a chance to be really good. How quickly that happens, I don't know. And it's probably the same with the offense, too. You know, th- this is a team that I think it's going to take them a little bit of time but it's a much more solid club. It's a deeper club. And there are more playmakers on this team on offense and defense. The place where you can really find them, though, in terms of the numbers, is in that front seven on defense. Now, uh, Mike, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but I'm looking in the secondary on the back end. I've always been a fan of his. Kevin uh, Byard, uh, to me, he's a rock-solid safety. I mean, from Middle Tennessee, uh, now going into his eighth season. I want you to comment on, on him. And then also, because um, fans have asked me this, this being Saints fans, and they said, well, Bobby, uh, boy, uh, I don't know if we can run against the Titans. They have the number one rush defense, giving up 77 yards a game, but then they were dead last, giving up basically 275. Is it a combination of both, or... Yeah, or is the run defense that good? Uh, it was a combination but, of both. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, okay. It really was, Bobby. I, now, I think they, they play good run defense. But I, I think a lot of what you saw is with some of the injuries in the secondary. Amani Hooker's back, and he and Bayard form a good safety tandem. They signed Sean Murphy Bunting from Tampa to put with Christian Fulton. Christian Fulton looks like a whole new guy right now. And then Roger McCrary's playing the slot, which I, I think Mike used to, when he was talking about it, Mike liked him a lot, I know, coming out of Auburn. He, he's a guy who's really built to be a good slot player because he's aggressive, he'll tackle, uh, he kind of has all the things you want. They, they feel pretty good about their first five. Hooker's the guy that has a chance, I think, to take the biggest step. And the key for Hooker's just staying healthy. He had... Uh, he had a concussion last year. He had a couple other things that he was dealing with last year. And he never quite got right. Uh, but, but he and Bayard have to be playmakers in this defense. Bayard didn't have, make enough plays last year. He said it. And, and Hooker is a guy I think that they need to make more plays as well. This was a defense that did not take the ball away a lot. They got good pressure on the quarterback. But they did not have a lot of takeaways. That's an area where they must improve. Now, uh, you know, Mike, uh, obviously uh, these are household names because you look at the draft and you look at the quarterback position. I'll look, just talk, talk about a success story. Ryan Tannehill coming out of A&M, receiver, quarterback, and then all of a sudden uh, what he was able to accomplish with the Dolphins. Now he enters his fifth year as the Titans quarterback. I don't know what's going to be his last one, you know, based on 
uh, a contract situation. I'm looking to keep an eye on both Tannehill and Derrick Henry, both in the last year of their contracts where they're at. But you look at Malik Willis from Liberty. I mean, I'm not a fan of his. He can run all around, but that doesn't mean he could pass. But what about Will Levis? Uh, I mean, did he impress you in training camp or not? Because those are all quarterbacks. Uh, if you pay attention to football, all fans are familiar with. So how do you break down uh, the quarterback position when you look at Tannehill, uh, Malik Willis, and then Will Levis? So you're saying we've got the market cornered on name brands, huh? <laughs> right, uh, right, yeah. right, right, <laughs> right. Ryan's had an excellent camp. He's healthy and I think the you know Ryan has not been injured much in his career. He had an ACL that cost him an entire season that happened in preseason, but otherwise he's he's been healthy. And when he got hurt last year and he tried to play through that ankle which was just nasty. Um I think he really realized how much he loved it and he wanted to keep doing it. He fought through his rehab and he's done some really good things in camp. Now, obviously, we're going to see if it carries over. You know, and, and nobody comes on your show and says, oh, he did some really bad things in camp. Of course, we're all saying the same things. But he he's had a nice camp. Willis is much improved, dramatic. He should have never played last year, was not ready, but has worked hard and has improved. Levis has a chance to be special. Levis has a chance to be special because physically he's got some things you know, in, in terms of our greatest physical quarterback, in terms of gifts, it was Steve McNair. This guy has has an arm that won't quit. He's big like Steve. You know, he's built big. I, I'm not I'm not saying he's as athletic as Steve. I, Steve could have started for us at five different positions. I think. I think he was that kind of athlete. But there's some special stuff to this kid, and. He lost a little time, had a leg injury, and it cost him the final two preseason games. But I think everybody's been quietly very impressed. It will be something to watch this week to see who Mike Vrabel makes the backup quarterback come Sunday. There's a lot of speculation it'll be Willis because Levis has missed so much time. But Levis is going to be knocking on the door of everything very fast because he's smart. And he has a lot of gifts. I got to tell you guys, he's a better player than I thought he was. Okay, Mike, uh, you've covered this league a long time. How many people would you put in the unicorn stage like what Derrick Henry is? Because I've told Bobby, like, he is a freak of nature. You he don't is. realize how big this guy is until you're right next to him. And then you watch him run. And how fast he is out into the open field. Man, that's not a lot of guys in that unicorn uh, situation. He's that for me. He's faster with the ball than he is, say, running the 40-yard dash. I mean, that's the, that's the hard thing to realize is when he gets going, he walks off and leaves people who on paper should be faster than him. He continues to train like crazy. I mean, he's just freaky in terms of what he puts himself through and the kind of shape that he gets in. If, if he's lost anything, I haven't seen it. He's really kept him fresh. And, and the other thing, too, is they do a good job with him. You know, they have those GPS counters, those, those step counters, and they know how much he moves. When he gets to a certain point, they shut him down in practice. You know, they say, hey, your your workload is done. And then they'll get him, you know, on a recumbent bike or 
on an underwater treadmill or, you know, something to take pressure off his legs because they really, really take care of him. And there's a team of people who make sure that he is right. And he does that as well. He, he has been a remarkable athlete to cover over the past seven seasons. I know he's getting near 30 guys, but he doesn't show any signs of slowing down to me. And Mike, that's what I wanted to ask you is look, He's run for more yards than anyone else since the start of the 2016 NFL season. So that's not an opinion. That's actually what has been accomplished. Right. But uh, do you think he's still uh, left in the tank? I'm looking. He's had at least 303 carries in three of the past four seasons. Is that still in his wheelhouse that uh, all of a sudden he's right around that 300 mark as far as not touches, but actually rushing attempts? What did uh, John McKay, the late great coach of Southern Cal and Tampa Bay, say? The football's not heavy, right? Um, He just – he dishes more punishment than he takes, which is part of of what he does, and yet he he takes such good care of himself. I I think the incredible thing that we're in the process of seeing right now is he started a run – pardon the pun – in early December 2018. And since that time, it's been one of the greatest runs, if not the greatest four-plus-year run in NFL history. It's crazy. And, guys, if he puts up another 1,500 yards, 1,600 yards, I, I think there's a serious conversation that goes on that really starts to happen about him as a Hall of Fame back. Because his five-year period will be one that we will not have seen probably since Jim Brown. That's nuts. Yeah, and we won't see it again we won't. in our lifetime, we won't Mike. See it again. We, we're not going to see it. Tajay Spears, when they picked him, I know I talked to a couple of guys in, involved with the, the Titans radio network. I said, he's the perfect compliment for Derek. Uh, he can catch the ball real well coming out of the backfield. He runs hard. He's got an extra step in the giddy-up to break away from people in the open field. Had he not had the double knee injuries, and some teams did flunk him physical-wise, there's no way he lasts until round three. No way. No. But because of the injuries, he lasts probably a round longer than he should have been. But I think he's a great compliment to Derek. He's a totally different back. And he gives you that ability to catch the football so well coming out the backfield. Derek's a weapon because of how big he is, right? Tajay's a weapon because of all the things that he can do. I I like to say the thing about Tajay is, man, he's got shake. You know, he's not 4'5", maybe. He's not the biggest guy in the world, certainly. But he's hard to get a straight-on shot at. He can run past patterns much better than the average back. He will step up in pass protection and take on anybody who's charging. And the other thing, too, and, and Mike, I mean, and Bobby certainly knows this from his experience, you've got to know who to block. You've got to know where the guys are coming from. You, I, I mean, there are plenty of guys who are aggressive and who are not afraid to block, but they don't know where the people are coming from. This guy gets it. And, yeah, I, I know the story about the knees. I, I understand that. But the, the Titans aren't drafting him to play till he's 35. Maybe he does. Maybe, you know, maybe it all works out. And he's Emmett Smith, and it's wonderful. 
But the thing is, for for right now, he is absolutely perfect. And I told people, you know, I sat there and watched him every day at practice at the Senior Bowl. He was the best player at the Senior Bowl, period. The best player. You know, if, if we were playing a backyard game in Mobile, he'd have been the first guy picked, period. And that, to me, is what it's all about because some guys can just play and he can just play, and he's shown that while he's here. And he's got a lot of confidence. Derek loves him, by the way, um, which is kind of funny to see. Derek gets a real kick out of his game and how he plays, and he likes to watch him. So when a great back likes to watch another back, they're doing something right. Mike, thanks so much for joining us. Man, we really appreciate it. Talk to you over the weekend, but uh, – we wish you good luck other than this Sunday. All right, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> right back at you. Right back All right, at brother. You. Right back at you. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Bye Appreciate back. it, buddy. That was Mike Keith, the voice of the Tennessee Titans. Man, always great. He's got those memorable calls. Remember the Music City Miracle? Right, right. So, Mike, I got a question for you as we go to the break. I don't know. I'm kind of uh, – I don't know. I mean, you know, because, I look, I'm, I want to be a homer. I said, oh, yeah, Tulane's going to be South Alabama. I think LSU is going to take care of it. I think it's going to be, can they make a game-winning field goal at the end of the game? How do you feel about the Saints? I, I, still I think, think they win. I still, I still think the Saints are going to win. Only because I mean, that, yeah. their deal, defensive line, going up against their offensive line, they can cause a lot of havoc. And I don't think it sort of shuts down some of the lanes that Derek, I think, maybe had in the past when their offensive line was better. But, but, but to me, you know what's the key to, like, game planning? Uh, we don't know yet. There's Lat- Lattimore got to play. Mike, that, that's a big thing. I'm, I'm hoping you, he to, plays. To guard the D. Hopkins. <laughs> and then you can set up your defense around Henry and all that stuff. So what's the spread right now? We, do we know or what is it? We're going to find out we, after We'll the find break. out yeah. come right after the break, and we'll be back with more of Second Guess right after this break here on the Big 870. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Back here on the second guest show, Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Yebear. We live from the Silver Slipper Casino Beachside in Hancock County, Mississippi. Uh, I was going to say the Saints were a two-and-a-half point favorite, and that was accurate, but Charlie checked up on me, and it has went up. Now it's three. So the Saints currently so are a three-point favorite a, over the Titans. I have a question for you and Charlie. So 
If this game was played in Nashville, would the Titans be a two-and-a-half, three-point favorite? Or, or two-and-a-half? Nah, I mean, you could, might be you know, close to a pick em game. Uh, yeah, you know you what I'm saying? Because you always do, like, the it's home like two field points, advantage. right? The, the home field advantage yeah. is so two points Saints on probably average. be a one-point favorite. So it's basically like pick em. Yeah, So on a neutral field, I think they're saying that these are two even teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty close. So, no, I think there's, you know, the people in Vegas who set this up, their biggest concern is the Saints' offensive line, and their biggest concern for the Titans is their offensive line. Right, right, right. So is that something's got to give there. Well, uh, and, something's going to give. And, and the one thing, um, you know, the Titans, uh, we just had Mike on, uh, the voice of the Titans, and he said, well, they didn't take away the football enough. Well, we know <laughs> all about that. Uh, okay, uh, the Titans, nothing to write home about. They were minus three. But last year, the Saints were minus 11 in the turnover margin. I'm telling you, that one number right there. Tells you the uh, whole story uh, it, of gonna, why this team didn't get into the playoffs. No, uh, it's just like the whole difference why uh, you 7 and 10 instead of 10 and 7. How we didn't take away the football. So I'm just telling you how the game's going to unfold. I don't know what's going to happen against the Titans. But can we build a point? Because I always say this, we are creature of habits. What we did in the preseason, we started out plus four, not a Texan game, uh, not so much, but we still were plus two uh, for the preseason. But can we start off, and when September is all over, okay, can we be on the plus side against the Titans at Carolina, at Green Bay, and then you're going to come October the 1st, we got Tampa Bay at home. Mike, if we're on the plus side in all those games, I I'm not, I, can't, I, I shouldn't say guarantee. Uh, I almost want to say. But it's close to. No, yeah. we're going to be 4 no. <laughs> if we, I'm telling you, Mike, if we like plus one or plus two in those games, we're going to win. Here's my deal against the Titans and the formulas there. And I know they've gotten better in the secondary, bringing in Sean Bunting uh, from uh, Tampa Bay. And, and Fulton's had a good Fulton, camp. Fulton, yeah, he's healthy. And, and, and Bard's a really good safety. Amari Hooker's a, a pretty good player. But you don't go from worst in the league and that big of an elevation, because you know you're not going to run the football against them. My, my, I, I would be shocked if the Saints could run. The, they haven't too, done anything running the ball. You might be one before last or high 20s, or you might be like uh, in the top car. five. I don't know if I've ever witnessed. I mean, you might get help me out. That to have that either you're the best and you're the worst, <laughs> to have the number one rush defense, number one, and dead last pass defense, you know, I think it'd be maybe one before last in the 20s or something like that. But, Mike, I don't know if I've ever witnessed that. No, they bad to the bone when you try to run it. I mean, yeah, they yeah, stop you. Yeah, number but one rush defense, dead last If I know defense. I can throw it, I'm going to pitch it. But it, the thing is now, can you protect Derek Carr right. with Arden Key, Harold Landry Jr. now, right. uh, the third coming back, and – I'm just telling you, Jeffrey Simmons is a man out on that football no, he's field. He's a beast. We'll be back to finish it up here on Seguess right after this break on the Big 870. Finishing up here on the second guest show, want to thank Dave Hill, but everybody here from the Silver Slipper. Great uh, hospitality, and they, they always treat us great here. And we'll be here every Monday night throughout the football season. Other than when we play Monday night football, then we'll be here on the Tuesdays. Uh, Bob, one of the things is uh, Mike Rabel, uh, defensive player uh, in the right. NFL, 
uh, defensive-oriented. That's what he wants to do. He's had success. Yeah. Now, a lot of people, they sway away from defensive coaches. But Mike has really done well uh, with the Titans. Well, uh, Mike, he's won. Now, you got ultimately win Super Bowls, but he's going in. uh, I should say he's had six seasons as the Titans uh, head coach. His record is 50 and 34 overall. That, that, that's well above 500. Now, he's played five postseason games. He's two and three, but you look, and uh, he was NFL coach of the year in 2021. Uh, now, if you got the number one seed, then you got to take care of business. But in 2021, guided the Titans to the AFC's top seed. Despite, that's why you never can use injuries as an excuse. Despite using a league-high 91 players due to injuries. Yeah. So when you look at that accomplishment, Mike, let's say, because, uh, you know, coaches change after, it's like eight or nine years. He might not be the Titans coach, but he'll get another job in some NFL team, how they recycle him simply because the success he's had with the Titans. Think about that playoff game against Cincinnati when, okay, they sacked Burrow nine times, and Danny Hill puts up a lollipop interception right, right. to end it, uh, basically gives Cincinnati that shot. Bobby, finish it for us tonight. All right, bon nuit, les gens. Good night, people. Who that? Go Saints! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.